What's up, what's up guys? Welcome to another episode and in this one we're gonna go over how many NFTs should you have in compared to your crypto holdings, right? Like how much should I have in NFTs? How much should I have in crypto? And uh, I believe, uh, you know, everyone thinks about this when they're starting to buy NFTs. Like typically people first buy crypto and then once they have their crypto, they start putting some money into NFTs and uh, they reach a point where they start wondering how much should I have, right, in NFTs? Like how many NFTs should I have? And should I even consider these NFTs as part of my crypto portfolio or just uh, some things that I'm, you know, uh, speculating with or gambling? So I want to go over this topic because uh, certainly on Twitter, you're going to find people that definitely consider NFTs as um, as an asset class, as, as investments. And some other people are literally just, um, you know, gambling with with new NFTs that are coming out. And some people are really, really into NFTs. They have the majority of their net worth in NFTs. And for some people that might sound crazy, but for them, it's not crazy. And some people have a lot in crypto and and uh, for them, it's they feel comfortable. Right. Uh, and you and you tell that to someone who is not from this industry, maybe someone that's into real estate, like a big real estate investor or a big uh, gold investor or something, they would tell you like you're freaking insane, right? How how are you? Why are you putting so much money in this industry? But I think this is uh, a topic to talk about because in the end of the day, it, it's kind of like um, a little bit subjective, right? So for some people owning high quality NFTs is, is not risky at all. For for many people owning a lot of, let's say, Bitcoin is not risky at all because they really understand it. For some people owning a lot of real estate is not risky at all. They really understand where they are buying, the types of properties they're buying. For some people buying the S&P is not risky at all, right? For some people it is kind of risky. Uh, and, and they and there are there are many reasons. So for example, uh, in NFTs, obviously, it can get very risky if you're buying the wrong NFTs, which are, you know, the majority of them. But if you're buying the right NFTs, which is a small percentage, you could consider those as investments, but only NFTs that are that have already established value. So if you're buying a Fidenza, if you're buying an Autoglyph, if you're buying a Mutant or a Bored Ape, if you're buying a Punk, if you're buying uh, maybe a Cool Cat, um, you're buying maybe a property in the in the sandbox. These are things that ha already have established value. Like in people's minds, people collectively agree that they are valuable. So you could diversify into some of those NFTs. And uh, at least me, I, I could consider those investments if the NFT is truly good, right? Usually those are, those are going to be more expensive. All the ones that I mentioned are five figures and above, right? Multiple, multiple five figures. Uh, if you tell me I'm going to buy uh, an NFT that's coming out tomorrow, that's complete gambling, uh, guessing, speculation. It has no established value. It hasn't stood the test of time. I wouldn't consider that an investment. I would consider that a learning opportunity and, uh, you know, uh, and basically uh, uh, guessing, right? And that, that's fine. I mean, you learn from everything, okay? But I wouldn't consider a, a new mint as an investment that forms part of my portfolio, right? It's not for me an asset. It's just something I'm learning with and, and guessing with. So within the NFT space, it could get very risky or it could be 
pretty stable, right? Um, even if, for example, I, I believe uh, bunks went down from um, yeah, all time high was like uh, 140 ETH, it, they went down to 60 ETH or so. It's a big, big, uh, let's say, quote unquote, crash. But there is a lot of established value. So people buy the dip because they know they're going to be around for a long time. And same for apes. There was a point where they went down quite a bit. People bought the dip. Now they're almost 100 ETH. So these high quality collections, this, this could be considered investments uh, for sure, at least for me. Um, but then uh, that's, let's say, in NFT land. Uh, what about uh, stocks? People say stocks are not that risky uh, because they have less volatility. But if you take a look at, for example, when stocks crashed on 2000, in the year 2000, or when they crashed in 2008, and you take a look at how many years went by until they recovered to the previous point they were in, to the previous all-time high, in both scenarios, uh, they were, it was a period of like five to seven years or so. I need to check exactly, but it was like five, five seven years that it took to get back to the previous all-time high. And someone in crypto might see that and be like, are you kidding me that I'm not going to wait five, seven years uh, to get back to the previous all time high? Because people in crypto are used to getting back to the all time high fairly quickly. So if if Bitcoin crashes 70 percent, you're going to get to the all time high based on what we've seen in the past years, in no more than two years. Right. Three. Right. Um, but in stocks, it takes a lot longer for the market to to get back to the previous all time high. So people in crypto might think that's risky as hell because in eight years or seven years that it took the stock market to get back to the all time high in crypto, I could have done X, Y and Z because and they really understand this market. So they're confident that they could have have uh, they're confident that they could have achieved that alternate result. And for them, the cost of being in the stocks was very high during a crash, right? So people that it, it's kind of subjective because people that really understand stocks for them is not risky. And the people that understand crypto for them, crypto is not risky. And then some some um, let's go into real estate, for example. Um, and by the way, I'm, I'm going to get back to the initial topic. I'm just putting some context here. So people that are in real estate are like, no, this is the most solid thing ever, right? But that's because they really understand what they're buying. They have a, a lot of knowledge of locations, what types of, of, of buildings, apartments they should buy. They know the areas that have the best economies and jobs and schools, and they're buying around these areas. And for them, it's, it's not risky at all. So if you're buying a, a, a single family house in a in, a, in some area in Orlando that's just appreciating over time, uh, economy is booming there, then it's a pretty solid, stable investment. It might not give you a 10x your money uh, in uh, five years, like maybe in crypto or NFTs, but it's a pretty solid investment and, and, and they believe it's, it's not risky at all. Uh, on the other hand, if, if we're talking um, with someone that buys real estate in, in, the, in the wrong country, so for example, buying real estate in Costa Rica right now for investment purposes, right? Like just for the, just for the numbers, like how money in, money out is not the best thing in the world because it's very unstable. There's a lot of uncertainty in, in the politics side. Uh, taxes are going up a lot for properties. Uh, demand, there's not a lot of demand. So buying real estate in Costa Rica just for investment purposes is uh, 
I consider it more risky than, let's say, uh, you know, Bitcoin or, or Ethereum or something like that, because you could get stuck with a property for years and years and years and not find a buyer. You could get stuck with a, and, there, and many things could go wrong as well. Maybe the place where you bought the property is not taking care of the of the uh, building or the paint, or or maybe you're having issues with uh, taxes are going up, so profitability is going down, so all kinds of things, and that could be considered very risky. And and the fact that you get stuck with a thing that is underperforming for years, it could be very risky. So as you can see, there's different categories, NFTs, crypto, stocks, real estate, and within each category, uh, as long as you really understand what you're doing, it should be fairly safe for you, okay? Now, now that we put some context in that, let's go back to the initial topic. How many NFTs uh, should you have in compared to, to your crypto now that we understand that uh, risk really depends on, on how, on your level of conviction and expertise in the area? Um, and it's kind of like subjective in, in, that's my opinion. It's a little bit sub subjective. Like I know, I know people that are literally like 95% of the, they have 95% of their net worth in NFTs, in, in high quality NFTs. And they're just chilling, super, super chill with their investments. And, and for them it's very safe. It's safer than anything because they know that these assets are going to be extremely desirable in the future. They have a super strong thesis and some people end up having a very high percentage of their net worth in NFTs, not because they put it, but because they, they bought the freaking board ape at a thousand dollars and it's now worth 250, right? So for them, it, it's a big percentage and they feel comfortable holding that even if it's 95% of what they have, uh, they feel super comfortable. It's a, it's an ape, right? It's not going to go to zero, right? Like it's, it's an ape for them. So, so, um, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I believe NFTs deserve, uh, deserve, a, a, a percentage of your portfolio as long as they are, um, high quality NFTs, right? So I believe they are a new asset class for sure. They are a, a, an asset class that not a lot of people are used, used to just like, uh, uh, Picasso is uh, an investment, right? You're buying a Picasso, it's just going to go up in value over time. Um, it might not give you a 10x, but it's a pretty solid store of value. You have issues with that, with the storage, with, you know, theft and all those things. Uh, but certainly people can agree that a painting, a high quality painting is a store of value or precious metals or even watches, very expensive watches are a store of value. You need, to, you need to take care of them. But uh, many, many years ago, they were not considered stores of value. You could even consider a dinosaur bone a store of value, right? You could auction it and get your money back or more. So NFTs are a new asset class in the digital world. Um, and uh, I believe that the good NFTs, they, they deserve uh, some part of a portfolio from someone that is really believing in innovation that believes that this crypto thing is going to happen um so like if you have a big portfolio of crypto it might not be a bad idea to throw in a few qu high quality nfts in there which is what i've seen a lot of people do and that's because that potential in nfts is is out of this world like for me i, I believe that there's a higher upside in nfts than in crypto itself and they're gonna more users will come into this 
crypto industry because of NFTs than with crypto itself. That's because the network effect is is way stronger. Like recently, um, Neymar he posted um he, I mean he changed his profile picture. He he bought an ape. He has 180 million followers on Instagram, 50 million followers on Twitter. I don't know how many other million followers on Facebook, uh, plus the reach in TV, plus the reach everywhere. That could easily be, you know, uh, 500 million to 1 billion people. And uh, and that's because they saw an ape. Now, you don't post a photo of, of Bitcoin in your, in your profile pic, right? But people do post an ape. So the network effect, the, the speed, the velocity at which this expands is extremely extremely fast and that's just one person nine gag nine gag also changed their profile pic they have 50 million followers i believe it was in instagram uh they they have over 100 million followers for sure in many different places so the the velocity and and jimmy fallon and paris hilton so then that amount of users that are coming are coming into the nft space is astronomical is it's just going so fast. There's, um, I found a really interesting post on Twitter and it said that uh, there's currently 425,000 uh, active wallets in OpenSea. Um, I, am, I need to obviously check the, the, the source, but this is what the graph said. They found it very, very interesting. Actually, I'm, I'm seeing it right here. Uh, no, I, can, I can't find it. I lost it, but it was 425,000. Oh, there we go. Okay, it says 480,000 active wallets on OpenSea. Um, and this was for January 2022. And uh, then it says, how can you not be bullish on NFTs with a statistic like this? For reference, eBay has 109 million monthly visitors. Okay, so there's 109 million monthly visitors on, on eBay and there's 480,000 users on um on OpenSea okay so you take a look at those numbers that's if the number of NFTs users goes to the same as as eBay that is uh, 200x right on the amount of users and NFTs high <laughs> have way more potential than eBay in my opinion because it's like it's like an invention like the internet or or electricity or property I mean it's it's way bigger in my opinion so 100 to 200 x in amount of users the potential is just insane in this industry and uh, if you have a crypto portfolio as i said it's not a bad idea to be exposed to some nfts just make good research see what's valuable see what's crap like try to uh, craft your own thesis and everything because if you choose the wrong ones you're gonna lose your money like i'm telling you like there's a lot of crap out there like most things are not valuable but if you if you stick to the hand to a handful of of the valuable ones you're gonna be fine like i actually put a, a post in um in cryptolaunch.com which is called featured nfts and in this featured nfts basically we put examples of nfts that have established value and yes they're expensive but it's, this is so people get an idea on what the market considers valuable at this point and I'm not saying go buy them, but for example, we have Autoglyphs, Chromis, Squiggles, Fidenza, CyberKongs, Board Ape, Punks, Cryptodes, Cool Cats, World of Women. Um, we have V Friends, we have MyCurio Cards, uh, we have MeBits, we have Rare Pepes, we have Crypto Kitties. So those are those are collections that people in general agree have value. So you're not really 
gambling with the new mint, right? They they have been around for for quite a while, let's say in in the timeline of NFTs. And so that's it, right? Um how much should you have in NFTs in compared to crypto percentage-wise? I really that I mean there's no amount, I'm no percentage, no correct percentage or anything. It really comes down to your conviction. As I told you some people that I know very very close they have most of their net worth in illiquid jpegs in nfts and they are chilling right for them is the best bet they could make for them is so clear and uh, some people have most in crypto and they just have a few nfts some people have 50 50. i guess it's just a level like how what is your level of conviction do you have good stuff good good nfts or, or have you have you lost your bot several times and maybe you should be a little bit more careful or so that's what I mean. And just that's why it's extremely important to make your own research. And uh, based on that, just trust your instinct. And and uh, and another thing is you might end up buying a few NFTs that will go up in value. And maybe that's going to um, make your the balance be more on the NFT side. Right. You're going to have more money in NFTs or maybe 50 50. I don't know. So just get into this industry, learn, get immersed into this world. And once you do, you will start finding the answers to these questions. I definitely believe NFTs deserve people. People need to have some exposure to NFTs because the upside is so huge. It's so early that just not being there for me, it doesn't even make sense to not have an NFT uh, because like it's just all this upside. And, and yeah, you might lose money here and there, but even if you just get one good NFT, I mean, it could be it could be a big winner. So that's my thought. Uh, you know, stick to your uh, area of expertise. That's I guess the most the most uh, important thing. Um, like for me, I understand stocks a little bit. Yeah, uh, real estate. I'm, I'm starting to get it after buying several properties. Um, uh, I also understand crypto, but within all of this, I cannot be like just trying to master everything, right? So something I have a lot of fun in and I see a lot of upside is obviously Web3 in general. So that's why I'm spending most of my time learning about this segment. And that's fine, right? Some people might not agree. Some people might say that that's a, an extremely smart decision. And some people won't understand that, oh, what the hell is Web3? and What are these crazy pixelated JPEGs? That's fine. Just keep doing your thing. Hope you found this one valuable. If you did, remember to subscribe, to follow the podcast, to share it with a friend. It's free. The only thing I ask is that you share it. I would really appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next one.